Hey everyone, welcome back to Girlfriend's Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Ellie. I'm your host, Tati. I hope you all are having a wonderful Monday. If you're listening during the week, I hope you're having a wonderful week. Today we have an amazing episode for you, but you guys know how this goes. For everyone who's listening for the first time, Tati and I usually, you know, catch up in the beginning, so we're just going to really catch up, and you guys are going to hear how we've been doing. Um, We just want to say this is our first time recording in person since since February. February. Yeah, since February. So Tati and I are sitting in the same room recording this episode, and um, it's it's hot. It's hot. (laughs) Because we, we record in my room, so we have the whole, you know, equipment and everything. Um, and then we have the AC on, but, you know, we want to give you guys some quality. Some quality. So the AC in the back was making noise, so we got to shut it off. Um, so at this moment, we are in a sauna. Mm-hmm. We tried the fans. The fans didn't work either. So we are hot recording this. I'm ready to yep. just, like, tutuni. Yep. <laughs> Make it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so um, we're going to create a short episode. But, you know, when Tati and I say short episode, it ends up being yeah, an hour long. Exactly. So we'll see how this goes. Yes. And we got to record a whole other episode after this. Yes. So we so, record yeah. two episodes in one day. So we'll see how this goes. So mm-hmm. Tati, how you been? I've been good. I've been good. I'm going on a trip this week tomorrow. I got no trip back to back. Back to back week. I mean, with Rona, I got to make up for it somehow. Mm. So I'm going on a trip tomorrow with um, my best friend Stacey and Trisha and also our friend Priscilla. So I'm so excited. Priscilla, Priscilla? No, no, no. Okay. Not I think I always ask that question. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for that. We haven't gone on a trip to... It's been over... Yeah. Two years? Two years. Yeah, two Didn't years. Didn't you guys just go to the same trip last year? No, we missed last year. Oh, this we were is, supposed this is to go nice. last year, so this yeah. This is nice. So I'm excited to get away, get yeah. lit, and enjoy my life. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Well, I'm not in any trips. Um, I do have a trip coming in October, but mm. that's, you know, Go by guy, go by guy. Go by guy. Hey, go by 26, guy. gotta do it right. 26, hey. you know? Big things. Big things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the only trip coming up for me. But other than that, it's just been, yo, just normal. chilling. Normal, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe something will come up. I know. Um, Life can't be born for too long. Too long. It's been really boring. When I thought about it, last year we were getting ready for Caravana. No, literally this weekend was This Carib- week was Caravana. Damn, that trip. <laughs> yo, that trip was, let me tell you guys Legendary. about Caravana. So, no, we're not going to tell each other. We're not going to tell them about Caravana. Only the people who are at Caravana know, know about Caravana. Caravana. So we're not going to tell them about Caravana, but we're going to tell them about the process about Caravana. So we looked at tickets, and we know we're not the kind of pe- We're the kind of people we travel on a budget, mm-hmm. right? So tickets were expensive. Mm-hmm. But we, we eventually found tickets. Um, so the, um, our flight was from Rhode Island. So yeah. we drove. I met Tati. Tati picked me up at um, Forest Hill. Hill. From Forest Hill. We'll um, to we drove to Ashley's house. Um, and then from Ashley's house, we so drove to... To Ro- Uber to the Rhode Island Airport. To Rhode Island Airport, which is an, a good 45, yeah. 50 minutes. And then from there, we caught our flight. And then that was like a 45-minute flight. Yeah, it was real quick. It was really real fast. Quick. Um, and I think it's only right that we go to Caravana again next oh, year. Oh, no, we know Pag and Shua. Yeah, it's only right. It's only right. It's only right. Um, that trip... Legendary. I think it's the signature to all our trips. But Miami was the signature to all our trips. Miami, Miami. I think every trip Trip has its own thing. Yeah. Every trip has had its own thing. I think the only trip that actually was, I would say, normal was DC. DC. It was only normal. DC was, damn. But, But you know what happens? 
when we take trips with other people, people maybe normal. we are normal. When it's us, we have a problem. We have real big problems. We're big, real big problems. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> we'll see how our next trip goes. I'll take that. We're going to see. We're going to see. But, um, yeah, you know, things been good. You know, see how um, basically um, our governor has um, yeah. new travel situation. Which, so I cannot go anywhere. Only like it's only like the states in the northeast that are like cleared. I was supposed to go to Texas this week. Baladon, Bacalada. All right, so we don't want to take too much time because you know we said we in a sauna, but mm-hmm. somehow we managing to to talk, 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 it, talk, yeah. talk. So today's episode is a little special because mm-hmm. I have a guest on this episode. So you guys are probably wondering who's this guest. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys actually know this guest. <laughs> You guys actually know this guy. So, so today I'm gonna be a host, and today I have my fellow co-host Tati as my guest on this show. Isn't that wonderful? So Tati's bringing herself as a guest on the show, like Jada bought herself to the red table. <laughs> to the red but we table. ain't talking about no entanglements. No entanglements. No, we mm. ain't doing that. Mm-mm. So today you guys get a special edition of Ellie's therapy. Okay? I just want y'all to know Ellie texted me like, "Oh, I have an idea for this episode." I'm like, "Yo, bet I like it." And she goes, "But I want you as the guest." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> well, I already said I like the episode topic, so I can't." You can't back, back out. You can't back out. And I was like, "Bet okay." So I guess I'm the guest. And then she said the title she wants to name the episode. I was like, "Ooh, bars." I was like, "Okay." Yes. You know, and as you guys see the <laughs> title right now. I was like, okay, that's that's what that's what we're doing. You no, know, I'm spinning like, I'm spinning bars. Since that cabin trip, it's been you know, flowing, flowing. I gained some I gained some talent. Mm, shout out to them. They their magic rubbed off. Clearly. <laughs> so Tati is brought up on the special edition of Ellie's um, therapy. Uh-huh. So um, this comes off from one of our episodes. I want to say episode episodes. three. Yeah, one um, of those. When I had a you know moment with Tati, and Tati was like, "Wow, I feel like I'm in therapy right yeah. now." And the funny story is that someone actually hit me up and messaged me, and I was like, "Oh, um, I just want to ask you, are you actually really a therapist?" And I was just like. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I'm not a therapist. I am not certified. So I, so if anybody is listening right now, I am not certified. But come to us with advice for advice too. Yes. So if you. you guys want some advice, please feel free yeah. to um, reach out. Mm-hmm. And I know nothing about this. I know no questions. Tati doesn't know, know anything. Nothing. Doesn't know all. anything. So yeah. So based on the title, you guys can know that this topic is deep. Mm-hmm. Not too deep. I don't want it to get too deep. You know. But knowing us. It might get, we get there. you know, but you know, I I feel like um girls and guys we mm-hmm. can all relate to this yeah. our past um past relationships how it affects us now mm-hmm. and how to protect your heart mm-hmm. from um getting into another broken heart. Mm-hmm. So all right, so we're gonna um start off, but you know um since Tati is the first guest, it's only right that she introduced herself. Oh okay, that's how we do it. Yeah. Oh. Welcome. Uh-huh. welcome to the Girlfriend's Guy podcast. You are our official whole, um, guest. <laughs> well, my name is Tati. I'm 25. I'm single. I'm a registered nurse. I'm currently in grad school to become a pediatric nurse practitioner. Pray for me. Um, I have a podcast called Girlfriend's Guy Podcast. Woo-hoo! Check it out. <laughs> um, what, I don't really know what else. I think that's just basically the basics that they already know about me. Yeah. And, yeah, and we, you're about to get to know a little bit more about me through this episode. Yeah, so we're about to get to know Tati a little bit more. So, um, to start off, we usually do, um, icebreaker. Mm-hmm. So, so here on Girlfriend's Guy Podcast, okay. mm-hmm. we do an icebreaker. Okay. So for today's icebreaker. 
start? Um, we're gonna get into, you know, the single life and the settle down. So I have a question for mm-hmm. you. Where would you say you're at at your single life? Ten, you're good, not even thinking about settling down. Mm-hmm. Um, or one, one being I'm done. I'm done being single, I'm done with this, you know, with the streets, mm-hmm. you know, popping eh, 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 eh. Or you want like one, you really want to settle down. Like I'm um, ready to really find the I'm one, like... giving up the whole, you know, mm-hmm. Mm, trips and mm, stuff. Mm. Well, I just want to even when I'm in a relationship. Okay, co-ed trips. And... Even when I'm in a relationship. Co-ed. That's a whole topic. Yeah. That's a whole topic yeah. for another well, day. <laughs> um, I said I'm at a seven. Okay. Like, you know, that's a really good one. Yeah. I like, think we're, I literally was thinking about this and I said I'm at a seven too. Yeah, like, you know. Like, Why are you at a seven? Because, you know, I feel like this podcast is just introducing a whole new me and a whole mm. new world that I still have to uncover and discover. Right. Not saying my partner would hold me back from that, but like, I just feel like there's still there's just still so much tatty that I need to just you know get Explore. to know and like you know like I started therapy and it's like you know there's still so much more of me that I need to know yes. and with the right person came along is that gonna stop me no but you do move different when you when are in a single. relationship so and when and you're single. single so exactly so I'm at a seven like God <laughs> if he's if today is the day I'm here I'm ready to accept it but if it's not. I'm cool because I still have so much things that I need to do for Tati. So I'm right. like a good seven. Average. You know, some days are a little lonelier than others. But then some days, you right, know, right. you get entertained and you're fine. Right. I, I can agree with you. I, I'm a good seven. Like, yeah. like I'm a good seven. Good like, seven. I, I don't even feel like I'm an eight. Yeah. Or six. Uh, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. <laughs> Seven. I'm a solid seven. A solid. And I feel like over the years, I've been single a lot, like all my life. Mm-hmm. I've been single. And I think I've gotten really comfortable being single. Like, mm-hmm. I love my own space already. Like, I'm already the kind of person I love my space. Mm-hmm. Love spending time with myself. Yeah. Like, I even want to know how I would be in a relationship because I'm like, why are you calling me right now? <laughs> like, why do you want to spend time with me right now? But I know that once you find a person, you want to, you know, want to hang out yeah. and stuff. Um, but I do want to be in a relationship because I found, I find that I found who I really am mm-hmm. and know who I am and know what I really want in a guy. It's not like what he wants, but yeah. what I want mm-hmm. and what what kind of person I want to be for him, what kind of girlfriend. So it's like, I really know me. Exactly. I really found myself. And I feel like a lot of people who get into relationships try to find yep. themselves in relationships. Not gonna work. But I'm so grateful that I found myself mm-hmm. being single and that allow, that will I'll bring that into a relationship and I can um, end up finding myself in the relationship yeah. even more. I feel that too. Like, even though I'm still discovering myself, I know to the core who I am. Yes. Me discovering myself through therapy is just kind of more dealing with past things I've never dealt with. Me discovering myself through the podcast is still growing and glowing. So I'm just discovering this new chapter in my life that I'm ready to introduce. But me as a whole, me as Tati, I know who I am. I know what I'm ready for. I know who I want. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if he were to come today, I would be ready. If he does not come today, he comes... A year from now, when Tati has known herself even more, that's even better. Right. So it is what it is. And it's different from, like, 21. It's like, oh, uh, boyfriend. I don't want to find a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But not, I wouldn't see long run. But now it's kind of like, yo, if you want to come talk, talk to, to me, me, what's up? You, what's what's you're up? Buying? Like, what? It's a report. Yeah. What's, what's going Carfax. on? Like, whole facts. Like, longevity. What do you see yourself? Like, what do you see us? Yeah. You know? You know, so... Yeah, but um, I think solid seven. I think solid seven. I, mean, yeah. I don't think I'll ever Single get to a ten. Single life is good. Like, you know, like sometimes you go out, you meet different yeah. people. Even if that person doesn't even become like your... um Anything. Anything. You... I'm built. I I um, I think I had this conversation with Tati. It's like, sometimes you meet a guy, it doesn't even have to be like, oh, he's your... um 
that's you guys end up texting, yeah. you have lunch or dinner and things don't go right. You can you guys can end up, you know, talking mm-hmm. and, you know, becoming friends or this person can end up helping you in the long run. Yes, exactly. So it's like Exactly. I think building it's like connections, you make a colleagues, network, connections, yeah. networking. Friends. So for today's podcast, we're really gonna talk about being entangled mm-hmm. <laughs> not entanglement mm-hmm. but being entangled with our past relationships and how that really affects us in our present like present life okay. now and how that we carry some of our trauma and mm-hmm. some of our pain from our past relationship into you know into now yeah. and even into um into our relationship mm-hmm. and why is it always so hard sometimes for us to move on and give like the next guy um mm-hmm. a chance because guys are like I ain't like your ex uh, I ain't it like wasn't your ex. me uh, it wasn't me mm-hmm. why you treating him like that mm-hmm. we don't sound like this <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, we, that's what we're going to dive into. And I know a lot of girls, you've heard that before. And there's a lot of girls, we dated guys, they don't treat us right. And then we go into our next relationship with these traumas. Yeah. And or a lot pain. of girls just pretend that it didn't, it didn't affect them. It didn't Because they them. don't want to seem like they're not over it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that case. That I, like, even just coming here knowing that what we were about to talk about, I listen to gospel music in the car. So I'm mm. like, ooh, I am not going to have any negative reflections affect my energy. Yeah. And it's like, not that I'm not over anything, but it's like when something has such a negative connotation in your life and you're bringing that back up, right. I got to protect my peace. Right, right. So. And I, I remember I texted Tati this morning because yeah. uh, I was getting like some questions ready to ask her and I was just like, I want to know how comfortable she is. And Tati, I know Tati's pretty comfortable. Um, but I do want to say, if someone wants to, um, you know, come at us, we're not going to mention any names. Mm-mm. We will never mention any names. It's not, it's not worth mentioning. It's yeah. not, and it's not respectful to downplay yeah. anybody or anything because of someone. If you know who it is, you know who it is. But here on this podcast, we'll never mention any name. Therefore, we will appreciate if nobody reach out to us. Um, yeah. If you know what we mean, we know what you, you know mean. what we mean. <laughs> we mean. Period. Period. <laughs> All right. So we're going to dive into our topics. So um, have you been disappointed or emotionally hurt by a relationship that went south? Yes, I have. So I'm going to answer this yes, but it's like, let me know how in detail you want me to go. Just talk about how you were emotionally hurt or disappointed. So I Don't give any information that you wouldn't feel comfortable talking about. So I have been emotionally hurt and disappointed. Um, I was in a five and a half year relationship that ended because I found out he cheated on me. Mm. Um, We were together from 17, when I was 17 till I was 22 and I'm 25 now. Um, single for two and a half years yeah two, yeah wow two and a half years um so that took me for a loop that took everybody <laughs> everybody because i know this person so um it was just very shocking that i think was the third roommate still, still still today i remember the date and time i got that text message it was like right after i graduated out of college so i'm working like nine yeah. to five so happened, i'm tired guys this happened i found out Literally New Year's Eve. <laughs> I'm tired from work, but she waited until she. I waited us. a couple of days. Yeah. So I'm tired from work. So I come back um, from work and I sleep. That's all I was doing mm-hmm. once I started working. All I remember was waking up at eight o'clock. I look at my phone. I see the text message from Tati, and I was just like, I run downstairs, and the first person I see, I already tell my dad, I'm like, Tati, Tati broke up with her boyfriend. <laughs> The first person I told was my dad because I was so shocked. And I went to drink some water and so confused. And then I text Tati and I was just like, what is going on? Just, I, I just thought I was joking. People that yeah. I thought I was joking, I was like, 
I wish at that moment I wish I was joking, but I wasn't. Um, that took me for a big, big boot. When I tell you, y'all, when I tell you heartbreak, you feel that physically. Like mm. you feel your heart heavy. Don't want to experience it. Heavy, like literally an elephant on your chest. And it's like you go to bed, you dream about it. Like the only time I got relief was that split second was like, oh my, your body's about to wake up about to wake up and you open your eyes and then boom it hits you all over again like that one split second is the only relief I got for months it's like that did this really happen did, did this really happen um so that whoever tells y'all like heartbreak ain't shit oh niggas get cheated on every day B nah bro it it, it can really fucking is it is there two options like would you rather have your heart broken remember we asked somebody this question would you ever ha- have oh, your yeah. heart broken what was the second option um well we asked a group of guys would you rather have your heart broken or have multiple kids with someone that you really right. weren't into. Like, that wasn't the love of your life. They said they'd rather multiple kids. Because they... They don't want to go through that. Stand I would take heartbreak every day. <laughs> now I have to be stuck with you. Because... And with multiple kids at that, nah, yeah. I'll take that heartbreak. Because I know I can bounce back. Right. Heartbreaks are really tough. I've seen some people who... They lose... They look like they're suffering. Yo. Look, take, take Will, for example. <laughs> got it, got it. He's heartbroken. He's heartbroken. So... I, it's just like, how do you, how do you deal with it? You cry, you cry, you cry, you cry, you get a good support system. You know what I liked about my support system? They kept me rational, but it's like, they were, they were about it. Like, if I really was about it, they was about it. And I think I'm the same way with my friends too, because I've been about it for them. And, um. So it's like, you know, like, you don't want people who's like, oh, fuck him up. No, you don't want that. But it's like, if shit were ever to go down, right. I knew I had my girl, my girls had my back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't get to that point. It should never really get to that point. There's no need for it to get to that point. But having a good support system, I remember it came to a point where I just kept crying for days, crying for days. And then I went to my mom's room, just laid down and cried. And she started crying. That's yo, what painful. I tell y'all, you would think I went through the heartbreak. My mom, That's bro. Tough. Like started screaming and five years and is crying. not five years is not three months. Bro, she was like, I lost my son. I oh, lost God. my son. I was like, okay. I was like, mom, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. But um, yeah. So I went to her room and then I just went to her bed. Just started crying. She started crying. She was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. She told me this like maybe last year, so a year and some change after. She literally thought I was gonna kill myself. Like she like and it's like I know but Haitian Haitian moms German, know that, but she yeah. literally thought that she goes I didn't know what to do with you like I would call you and I would just pray you would answer the phone yeah. like sis it's... I understand because I was going through but when it, you think but... of heart heartbreaks a lot of girls you do know, become suicidal you know what to be honest it's not even to be dramatic this wasn't me but if you're not I don't even say strong enough because it's not even about no you have enough. to be strong you do but it's like I don't want to say whoever did whatever they did because they got hurt is they're not strong it's just you just got to be the right you, you got to be strong enough to, yeah, yeah you got to be strong enough to handle strong, it period you have me, to be strong enough to handle me, it it hold me right now no no, no. you have to I, like, I, I say till this day till this day till this god knows till this day till this day <laughs> like if I was cheated on, I'll fuck that nigga up. You I'm see, sorry. I'm no like I will see. You say mm-mm. no, I will pray to my father to this. Like yo, we have to post the video <laughs> that you mean Kiki took. Oh yeah, like I like it's, it's like it's it's like when someone comes for you, you go to you go to you mm-hmm. go to your father. Like that's why I would go. Like Honestly, God, like you can't 
Like someone can't do that. If to it me. wasn't for God, you know what it is. You are you're, you get mad, but you're also hurt. And I thank God for that hurt. Because if it was only anger, mm. like I already mm. have, I already have the anger and that right hurt now. balances you out. To be honest, it balances out that anger. Because if it was truly only anger, for anybody, you don't. When you're angry, you don't know what you're capable of. So, but because that hurt was there, it was able to balance me out. Honestly, the mm. hurt balanced me out. But, um, yeah, so I went to my mom's room, I cried, and she was like, you know what, I don't know what to do. She called my godmother, who's also my cousin, told her what happened. I ended up spending three nights at her house, because she went through something very, very similar. And before you do that, I know mm-hmm. Tati has told me about her godmother before, so she's listening. Shout out to you. Um, I don't want you to tell your story about your godmother. But she's I a do. whole testimony. She's a whole, te- ladies? She's a whole testimony. We, we're going to have a whole testimony story on this podcast so i want you to tell your story about your godmother ask her permission first yeah i want you to tell the story about your godmother on a different episode I episode and i think that's why she my gives mom... me she gives me faith <laughs> oh i think that's why my mom was like i need to call her because she went through something similar but worse in my but worse and she was she's happy everything's good oh, for god her. Blessed her god blessed her god so blessed i think her. she was like you know what if anyone can help her get through this it was her so i spent like three nights at her house and it was also our other cousin's 40th birthday so we went bar hopping it was just it happened all at a good time because i didn't stay home and when stay i was home. around no yo. you have to be around this, and in that same week literally a week after boom when i would see and trisha yes like for me personally it doesn't work for everyone i needed to go out mm-hmm. i like when i say i went out i went out i went out and then that summer I was like, hit I going out so i, I went like... out i went out i went out yo i had to go out and it was fun because i hadn't get your mind off but get when your you're mind when you're sitting in your room you're just thinking, thinking about, about it the crying. heartbreak and crying. yeah i still yo i remember one time i went out went into the car balled out balled completely like was driving screaming crying because it's like i went out i forgot about it but then now i'm by myself when it hits you sis bro it's mm, and you're by yourself you just cry and scream and yell and then you get it out so yeah Mm. wow Mm. Mm. so how do you feel that you're um you so how do you feel weighed down by your past negative relationship breakup baggage does that make sense? Mm, yeah. You know what? How do you feel it like, affects me? Mm-hmm. I'm over it. It is what it is. It's been long enough. There's no, oh, I want this person back. Oh, I wish. We did. No, I don't regret anything. Everything happened for the way it was. I was able to thank God, move forward and live my best life. The glow up happened the day after. <laughs> like, Period. It was just, and that's not even an addition. That's just like when someone is not meant for you and God removes it, the instant turnaround is, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, would I can't lie and say that I don't think about, damn, I gave someone my all, I gave them my trust, mm. but I, and this you is what happened. Bars? You <laughs> bars? I gave someone my like, all, oh, I gave them my trust. Hey. <laughs> I felt that. I right, felt that. yo. And to think that, damn, what if it happens again? Like, you know, like, mm. what did that happen to But then at the same time, though, and what's crazy is that when, after I found my old notebook from college, and I read some things I would just write about, and it was like, there was a line that I wrote, like, damn, I want to give it my all, but I feel like the other shoe's gonna drop. Mm. So it was like, something was like, 
Like, mm-hmm. I loved him. I To me, I gave him all that I could have at that time. But there was always that feeling... Ladies, intuition. There was always that feeling where it's like, mm, I can't give 100. I'm at 99.9. That point one. I feel like if I give it, some shit's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And some shit did happen. So, I feel like hopefully... Not hopefully. I know. The relationship that will be for me, I won't have that feeling. But it does make you scared to be like, damn, how can mm-hmm. I trust someone again? That, that, that goes on to my next one. How has this affected you moving on in other um, relationships? So since then, I haven't been in relationships. I've experienced people. I've been like talked to people, this, that, and a third. But it's never been a real serious relationship. And not because, oh, I'm holding on to baggage. Because they just weren't it. They were either just wanted one thing and niggas switch mm. up. And it's just like, it just wasn't it. Switchy ass niggas. So, <laughs> so it's just like, you know, they serve their purpose at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Um, So I haven't encountered someone where it's like, ooh, I think you can be it. But damn, I got cheated and I don't, you know. It, I You're don't, not there yet. Yeah. So this takes me to my next question. How do, uh, my next question. How do you think your old wounds from your past relationship might affect your new relationship? Well, you know, so now you're in your new relationship. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be like, oh my gosh. Um, can, I can't give you my all. I can't give you my trust. You know what? I don't think so. Thank God I'm in therapy now. Mm, let's talk about it. Because Cause I don't know how some people be going through these heartbreaks and not go to therapy. You know, and I don't know how some people be breaking hearts and not going to therapy. Cause and listen, be getting into relationships right after and not going to therapy. Talk about it. Mm. So I I'm happy I'm in therapy now before I can. Um, deal with those wounds that I probably am still hurting from from that relationship. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, you get cheated on after five and a half years. It's not like, oh, he fucked someone else or he kissed someone else. Get it's over like, it. No. Or people tell you, you, you don't broke get... a trust. You broke something. And it's just kind of like, what people don't realize what cheating is, it's not about you fucking another bitch. It's not. It's like, that's the surface thing. It's the disrespect that comes along with it. all the time. The me doing everything I did and not saying this person didn't do anything for me. No, but I didn't fuck up. So it's me giving you everything I possibly could have to make you better, to make me better, to make us better. And you spitting in my face by disrespecting me. Right. You, me, you having me around people that knew and disrespecting me. That I always, you know, I swear we think alike because that always has been my top. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's not about you yeah. messing around with another girl. It's the disrespect. disrespect. The fact that people... It's like, I already, I already present myself a certain way, way that I want. Exactly. My mom always says you're not supposed to live for people. Mm-hmm. Like, pa vive pour Like, But I want to present myself a certain way. I like to think that people think of me a certain way. Me. So last thing I want is for me to step into a room and, and everyone have, knows. have some girls look at me like, damn, poor her. She don't know. Exactly. She don't even know her nigga. And then stepping out on her and have her, my, his boys... That's look at me. Have his boys look at me like, yo, she's... Like, yo, I can only imagine how many people have conversations about me and my relationship behind my back. Like, and it's, and am I embarrassed by it? No, because I didn't know. But at the same time, it's for, like... I think the biggest pussy-ass move for any person, male, female, is to allow people around you to insult the person you're with. Whether that's to their face, whether that's just knowing knowledge... That's, to me, that's weak, that's pussy, that's not manly, that's not feminine, that's not anything, that's not good human character. Mm -hmm. So I think it's already one thing for a person to disrespect you, 
but then for other people to know and then for other people to laugh and then for other people to make fun of. And I'm not saying the laugh and make fun of as if I don't know. I'm speaking because I know this happened. So to laugh and to make fun of, that's disrespectful. What kind of of person does it say you are? If I'm your boy or I'm your girl, no offense, but like, I I look at you a certain way. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know your loyalty. Like the person that you are giving, you know, you're sharing. Yeah you know, a bond with mm-hmm. and you're able to disrespect them in that way, that really that, that gives that me a little Yeah. I remember um Darnell was talking about that. Like he was doing a business exchange yes. and the man was like, I was able to do this business exchange with you because, because I saw how you, you treat your, your wife. wife. You because her. if you can't respect the woman that you are mm-hmm. with, or for example, uh, the man that you are with, it really shows the character that yeah. you are. And I can't do business with someone that doesn't mm-hmm. even respect the person who's e- he's even close to. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's just that. So I'm, like I said, I'm grateful that I'm in therapy now to get over that and to like, just should like, no, not every person's the same. And the one that's for you will be for you. Clearly, we weren't for each other. That's no excuse for the things that he did, but we weren't for each other. I pray that that never happened. He never does that to anyone else who's truly for him. So we weren't for each other. Shit happened the way it happened. And I'm in therapy and I will get, I'll, you know, it's not going to affect my next. Who is God? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Who is God? Preach, Who is God? Preach, preach to let me get my yes, heart broken. Daughter. God's daughter. <laughs> and then I'm going to get my head, my head, my head, my heart broken by someone who wasn't for me. And then I am a good person. I pray. I try to to get over this. And then for me to find the love of my life and I'm right. going to let that person affect my new relationship. What kind of nonsense is that? I think someone who, who does that prays and has a relationship with God and really finds therapy and works to heal. To heal from that. And to know... You know, how to, like, you know, what kind of, what do I do differently? What kind mm-hmm. of man am I looking Someone who takes their time, I do believe won't go through that again. But people who are rushing right into heartbreak and mm. don't heal themselves and they bring their traumas and they mm. bring their, their wounds into the next relationship. Listen. Guys, I'm going to just say this. Ladies, don't ever get entangled with a man who's not over his ex. Mm. Don't ever get entangled to a man who's done someone harm. And has not taken time to heal. Because you know what happens? You become insecure. You know what happens? You hate on the ex when the ex has never done anything to you. So when I say therapy is needed, not only for the person who got hurt, but therapy is needed for the person who does the hurting. Because you know what happens? Whether that person never hurts the the new person in the same way, sis will always feel some type of way. Sis will always... And then the sis will try to blame you. And it's like, sis, kiss, I'm fat. She died. Yeah. Way back. So I, I, I honestly think in relationship heartbreaks, I do encourage if anybody right now is going through mm-hmm. a heartbreak, I think therapy is needed. And if it, if anyone ever caused the heartbreak, you got to figure out why you're doing that. Why are you out here just hurting people, let's, bro? Let's talk about the people who cause heartbreak. heartbreak. Why are you out here hurting people, bro? Look in the mirror and look, look at in yourself. The mirror. Like, who are <laughs> who are who is anybody to hurt anybody? anybody. Like, what, what power do you have? Do you feel like, yo, I'm not a nigga, bro. I'm about to fuck our life up. I'm about to skirt, skirt, skirt. And, and it, it's always the nobodies. It's always the... Let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Anyways. Let me stop. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Um, so, in this new day and age, how do... I'm going to say girls because 
Ain't it good? Mm-hmm. How do us girls um, protect our hearts? Because, you know, we meet people, they show us who they are in the beginning, and, you know, like, we can trust them, you know. Um, and I say new day and age, like this new day and age, because now new day and age, the first thing of proving to someone that, you know, you can move on to the next round is if you, you sleep with them. I just gotta do a little disclaimer, because the way I'm about to answer this question, I gotta do a little disclaimer. This is my own experience. This is experiences that I've heard my friends talk about themselves. And this is my truth. Everyone has their truth. Everyone has their version. So this is my version. So me speaking on this is coming from Tatiana. Okay? Um, The way you can protect your heart, for me personally, is to not build but observe. Mm -hmm. When you try to build someone into someone you want, you tend to not observe who they really are. Mm, Let them show you who they really are. Let them show you you who they really are. I always felt like to some extent I was a mother mm. and I didn't push anyone at my vagina mm. and I cannot claim any one of my taxes. Everyone has a mother. Everyone already has a mother. for a baby girl, do not try to be someone's mother. Exactly. And this is not to say... But I think I'm not speaking... I don't want to include race in this, but I feel as a black woman... We got to carry our... These we, men... We care. You know, we see, especially, for example, a woman like me, I see potential in people. And... I find this flaw sometimes when I see potential in people. I invest, I invest so much in mm-hmm. people, whether it's their career, their life. I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, you would say kind of like infatuated kind of, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I so love what you do and I want to push you to do better. Mm-hmm. Right? But I understand. But I actually want, I see that in me and I don't want to bring that mm-hmm. me in that. Re- I don't want to bring that ever in a yeah, relationship because I feel like I get, over. you fuck yourself over and I feel like I get less attention myself. I don't. Mm. I don't even seek for your attention of helping build me. Because so I'm, I'm built. building me. My, I'm built, mm-hmm. and I'm already building myself. But I'm also caring to, to build also you. build you. Yeah. So I would say, don't build. Observe. And then when I say, I sometimes I feel like a mom. And this is not to say nigga ain't got shit going for him. Not at all. I'm never gonna discredit this person for what they did, what they built, the hardships they overcome, the obstacles they overcome because they did that, and I give him that they did that. But at the same time. I felt like a mom in certain circumstances. And I think if I took step, t- took a step back from that role and always trying to build, build, build and truly observed, I, mm, shit wouldn't have gone down the way it went down. Mm. And I always say, nah, I'm going to let a nigga do him and I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch. I'm going to talk to you about something. If I really feel some type of way, I'm going to talk to you. But I should not be having this multiple times. You look, you um You live and learn. You live and learn. So always observe, always see how he acts, always see the way he moves. And then you know what? Act accordingly. And everyone, I always see that meme, don't bring your energy down to act like, it's not bringing your energy down. It's that bet. I see how you're doing it. Now I know I don't need to go this extra mile. Now now I just know where things lie. I see lie. how you move. I'm going to move I'm this a move, way. I'm going to move this way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move the way I am. I'm going to move accordingly. When there's traffic, you don't go 90, 90 miles down the road. No. You slow, you down. slow down. You move accordingly. You observe which lane you're going to move to. Niggas always want girls to be submissive, submissive. I'm going to be submissive. How you move, I'm going to move. Period. So, my advice to protecting your heart is not to build, but to observe. Not saying you can never help your partner. Not at all. Not at all. But I think, like Ellie said, as women, black women specifically, we see potential. We see this. We see that. We put together this fairy tale picture of what our lives will be like if I get him to this point. Nigga, let's see how your life will be like if you let him get himself to that point. You can give a little boost. You can, Obviously. You can, you know, support. Mm-hmm. But 
the actual of like you putting your all, that's when you know you have to step back. Yeah. And I think also my biggest mistake, and this is on me, this is not on him, not anyone. My, it was me, my choice. I put him before myself. Because I was so in love. I loved him. I was my first relationship. I was 17 years old. L'amour, right. l'amour, amour, amour. You know? L'amour belle. L'amour love belle. is beautiful, guys. Love is beautiful. Man, I don't want that love, though. I don't want it. I don't it. want the love that I have where I lose myself. Um, no. No, no. No, 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 no. I don't want that love. And, you know, I, I, that was my, I did that to myself. Like, I, but I, I chose also, to do that. I also feel like, I also feel like I'm the kind of person I'm going to do me. And that's my biggest fear. Right now? Yo, I'm gonna do me. I, that's why in a the, relationship, the single me has learned to, to do, do me. me. So I'm so selfish. Where I, it fear, it really fears. It really makes me scared that when I do get into a relationship, I'm. It's gonna be like, damn, she's doing her. Like, yeah. how do I incorporate someone? You know, the thing is with me being in a relationship, I know I can do it. I know I can love someone. I know I can. But at the same time, the Tati who was in love in the past is not the Tati who's gonna be in love today. Because <laughs> it's always gonna be me. For number one, and it always should be, and it's not a problem for that. And you know what? One thing I gave to him, he was number one in his life, he, he while was. I was number two in mine. Mm. It should never be so like that. So you always should be put yourself first. One thing I learned from him: put yourself first. first, ladies. If you listen, put yourself, put yourself first, guys too. Put yourself, put first. yourself first. And putting yourself first does not mean disrespecting your partner. Not Absolutely at all. Not. not at all. But always put yourself first. Yeah. That was all the questions that we had. Mm. I, well, I had. Because since I said we, because I'm forgetting that Tati is... I'm, I'm a guest. She's the guest. So thank you, Tati, for sharing her your experience, you know. And I wanted this. First of all, I want to say that um, I don't want anybody to listen to this and be like, ah, you know, she always talks about her heartbreak. Okay, yes, that happens. But I was the one that picked um, this topic <laughs> because I wanted her to talk about it because... I know that there's other people who've gone through this mm-hmm. and that um, we have this podcast, we have this platform to help and guide other people who go through these situations and mm-hmm. to give them advice. So I hope that if you are listening to this and you've gone through um, situations like this, know that there is a light at the end. No. Look at our, look at Tati, <laughs> she's grown two um, years, two oh, years. Another thing I want to say to guys and girls, follow your intuition. And if you're a religious person, pray to God because the only reason... I am single now because I remember I was watching The Real and Adrian Bailon was saying how she was in this relationship and something was off and she couldn't figure out what it was. So she said to God, like, God, if this relationship is not for me, show me in a way that I can't deny. You know? That night? You know, that's scary that you say that because I told Tati this. I have a good friend. I I have a friend mm-hmm. that went through the same situation and I, I swear she told me she, you know, she mm-hmm. prayed to God had a dream the, the same thing she said the same thing mm-hmm. and god revealed it to her and she's she was single and the, she like i said the same situation he was this guy was cheating on her mm-hmm. so it's kind of like i hear these stories and i'm just Yo, like when you know and you're like the thing is when you know and you're ready to let go god will show you that sign so i had that prayer i cried that night and I prayed that prayer because I was like, yo, some shit is off. Some shit is off. And I remember that same month I had had a conversation with him saying, yo, something's off. I don't know. Like, that night I thought we were really about to break up because something was off and I yeah, couldn't figure yeah. it out. And then, what, you know. When you say something off, you know when you feel that weight in your heart? heart? Yes, that was like, how I was feeling. It's like this. And it can't go away. It can't go away. You know, it starts in your gut. And it was in my gut for years. Oh, it starts, yeah. It starts in your but gut. But then when it's but the that, weight when it comes on your, to your heart. heart that's when you know it's time to It's like things. the Korean word is like tufe. Yeah. It's like suffocating. You're you. suffocating. Like something's, you need to let it out. And then 
So that was in November, and then December 31st, I found out. Mm. And then literally a month fresh later. Year, new year. New year. Start fresh. And then I remember a lot of people were just like, why don't you go back? Why don't you go back? I'm like, because um, God gave me what I asked for. That's why I can't God would look at you like, you stupid, stupid child. Ass. Who are you? I'm like, no. So I was <laughs> like, yeah. So definitely pray. And then I remember throughout the time, like, I'm not going to lie, I was debating, should I go back? Should I go back? Should I go back? Yo, I had this dream. I'm not trying to give too much detail, but I had this dream. To my knowledge, it only occurred one time. So then I was like praying, like, yo, it's only once. What do I do? So I had this dream. And in the dream, I was in church. And in the dream, one of his friends Mm. was acting different around me. Mm. And Mm. then he was like, the friend was like, you think I would act different if it was really one time? That's what his friend said to me in the dream. You think I would act different if it was really one time? And I woke up from that dream, and I was like, okay. And a couple of months later, who knows? I don't know what what is 100% facts, but a couple of months later, I found out it wasn't it was more than one time. Mm. So listen to God. Listen to God. Listen to your intuitions. Listen to God. Pray about it. Pray honestly. literally. We're, we're both religious people, and all we can say yes, is pray, pray about, about it. it. Whenever You'll I get your an answer, <laughs> pray about it. You'll get your answers through God. Just yeah. well. I'm so glad to bring this. I'm back. happy that I was able to create this in a way that doesn't make it emotional. Because for some reason, I'm such an emotional person when it comes to situations like this. Whenever my friends told me they break up with their boyfriend, something mm-hmm. like that, I get so emotional talking about these. Like I feel the heartbreak <laughs> myself. So when I was Ooh. creating these questions, I was like, okay, I don't want to get emotional about certain things like this. So I like try to create the questions in a way that it won't, you know, it won't oh, make me. Yeah. And like, there's no more for 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 me. There's no more getting emotional about it. You know, when the well is dry. Yeah. The well is dry. It's There's dry. no this... more tears in regards to that situation at all at this point. It is what it is. I can talk about it. I can laugh about it. I can grow from it. I can heal. Yeah. And I can help. In situations where um situations where guys are like, Oh my goodness, like so you've been single but you haven't experienced heartbreak. Why is your why is your wall well, so high? Why is it this? At least experience heartbreak Yo. adjacent, bro. <laughs> Adjacent second hand heartbreak. heartbreak, just like we do second hand embarrassment, second hand heartbreak. So, when I'm be- when I be giving these guys a hard time, it's because I've seen my friends go through it, and mm-hmm. it's it's these guys' fault that y'all, y'all gonna be going through. <laughs> talk to your niggas, yeah, talk to talk to these niggas, start talking to these, you know, if you see somebody doing something, talk to them because you know what, real talk, he's fucking up your love life. Because when sis hears about that, that that's, that's it. it. If I hear, yo, if I hear. Mm. If I hear one more heartbreak, that's it. <clears throat> next guy that comes talk to me, you, you about to get it hard. <laughs> you about to get it hard. <laughs> you know something right. I ever say? If I ever get cheated on again, yo, this nigga's about to get it times two. <laughs> times two. Times two. Times two. One for the old one and you for now, yo. That's it. <clears throat> that's it. I can't. Like, no more. No more. So that's it for our episode, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tati, for coming on your show, your podcast, <laughs> as your own, as a guest. I appreciate it, sis. And to close out our um, episode for today, we have to do our Melon Monday. Mm-hmm. So our Melon Monday for today is the owner of Tally Bar, and it's by Natalie. And this started in 2020. She is 31 years old. Um, first generation Haitian American woman. Her dream has been um, two years in the making and finally came 
and for real. Natalie, who had been a bartender for 12 years, has always dreamed of owning her own bar. Mm -hmm. So after being quarantined and thinking of something new to do instead of watching Netflix and napping and baking, she decided to test run her dream of making cocktails on the go. During the craziness of these times, she thought she would bring joy to her clients um, one person at a time. So Tally Bar is successfully pushing through by one woman show, Natalie, and sometimes with the help of her mother and fiancé. It's important to her that she she strives to push the narrative of a Black-owned business and Black women being owners. That's right, sis. So Tally, Tally Bar strives to reach out to everyone and to make them feel good, even if it's for the moment. We make... We make everything fresh, made to order within 24-hour notice. If needed prior to that, just put in a request. Alongside cocktails, um, mocktails, virgin drinks are available, and also delivery is available for a small fee. So, guys, if you're listening, um, we're going to put her on our page. Mm -hmm. Go put in your order. It's getting hot outside, so grab... Put in an order, get your drinks, um, go sit out. I know a lot of people are doing picnics. picnics. So especially imagine having your drinks delivered to you, yes. nice and cold. Yeah, program. wherever you are, yes. invite your friends. It's And the drinks look so amazing. I'm actually going to put my order in very soon. I actually don't want to put in order when I'm home. Yeah. I want to do it like outside, yeah, I'm on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Tally Bar, Natalie, you're about to get an order very soon. So, our listeners, go ahead, get your order in now. Mm-hmm. Get yourself some drinks, get yourself some cocktail, and enjoy the weather. Um, so that's it, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, you guys, you know what we say. Please reach out to us if you yes, want to talk, yes. if you want to share anything, if this episode really, you know, resonated with you. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out to Tati if you're going through something. Cause got you, sis. Got you, She bro. got you. So um, thank you again for tuning in. And um, hope you guys have a wonderful week. And hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. Bye. Bye now.